when we were taught to do tummy tucks, it was to have the scar at the sides go up really high. Um, Because in the 80s when tummy tuck was kind Mm. of evolved and they were doing that operation, 80s leotards and high cut. Yeah, and now right. everyone's like, and then it went to low like hipsters, and, and then it went to go exactly. lower. Exactly. But I say to patients, they're like, I want my scar really, really low, but not across the top of the thighs generally, because I'm like, if you if you wear normal pants or even slightly like pants, your scar's actually going to come out the bottom of them if you yeah. go too low. Hey, Refam. My name's Kate, and welcome back to Keep Hair Real, the podcast that's not afraid to ask, is it too late to go back? This week, we chat about which trendy operations you can forget ever happened and which ones are forever. We're looking at you, buckle fat removal. We also chat about how fashion can inform surgical techniques, how to spot a fad surgery, and the biggest changes Kim and Richard have seen while they've been operating. So reversing surgery, um, the, the reason... I kind of thought about this is because I've just been looking at quite a lot of trendy surgeries mm. recently. Um, but, you know, and I think that's obviously would be the most – well, I that's not true. But I would say one reason that people would want to reverse their surgeries is because, you know, they followed a trend that uh-huh. then went out. Yes. Um, I think just before we kind of get started, though, it's important to – define between reversing and revising a surgery <laughs> or how what's the kind of difference or the distinction between those two uh, I guess what I would say about reversing surgery is that um, you'd be t- trying to turn back the patient to what they were before they had any surgery whatsoever yeah um, and I guess the easiest example of that is someone that came in, had breast implants and lived with them for a bit and decided they didn't like them and mm-hmm. you could take them out. So that's as long as they weren't enormous, then that's yeah. probably one operation that you actually could reverse and return mm-hmm. them very similar to what they were before, albeit they're going to have a scar. Um, but the, other than that, um, whereas revision surgery would be they've had an operation that they're largely happy with and either need a little touch-up or they've had an operation that they're quite unhappy with but they still want the outcome that they were after and so you're revising something to get it a better outcome. And I think that can be in the short-term, medium-term and long-term because we, yeah, we do right. see a lot of patients that have had been happy with their original surgery say in their 20s and they're now in their 40s and they either had a previous reduction or implants and they're like, look, my body's changed yeah. and so you, it's almost like starting again but it's still revision because they've had something before. Yeah. Um, whereas reversing is, I think, you know, turning back time as if they hadn't had their surgery. Yeah. And there's some operations which you actually can't do that for. Yeah, which is... Great. The next question. No, it's not even the next, but I think good to like kind of go into because I would assume as a default that surgeries aren't reversible. <laughs> like <laughs> I would say that would be my starting point that yep. like once it's kind of been cut up, sorry, mm. um, which is why it's important to research your surgeon <laughs> before you start the cutting. Um, but are there any that spring to mind that are possible to reverse. I think, you know, breast augmentation obviously is a good one. 
No, I, I think it'd be hard to reverse. I mean, sometimes, so a common uh, situation where you're trying to reverse would be mm. liposuction. Yeah, right. Okay, so someone's over-resected and so you've got contour deformities and you're trying to do some fat grafting to fill those concavities up. Uh, unfortunately, not that easy to do because mm-hmm. uh, whoever's done the liposuction has made it so thin that, and we've talked about how fat grafts take in the past, but it needs some tissue to go into. And if it's just skin directly down onto you know, the abdomen or thigh and, mm. and muscle, there's no way for your fat graft to survive right. and get a blood supply. So, I mean, that would be one where you, where you can sometimes try. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to get the fat graft, much harder to get fat graft to survive there than in a breast or face. Yeah. With the breast augmentation, because I was thinking about that, um, we obviously see, not super common, but, you know, we do see people come get their implants out and then get a reduction mm. or they get their implants explanted and put, get new implants in. Have you ever had people come out and just get their implants out and just say yeah. see ya? Yeah. I, yeah, I've definitely had um, not many mm. um, of my own patients. Uh, I think there's probably two that right. I can like almost name. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, very well informed, very sensible woman um, had their surgery and saw them for their initial follow up, and both of them I think were probably one to two years afterwards so mm. they'd, they'd everything is settled they'd live with them for a period of time and yeah. came back in and just were like look you know and not not super unhappy but just mm. kind of like this is this is really what I thought that I wanted and yeah. it's actually not and right. I've been th- it's not you know if someone said that in what at one week or one month mm. or even three months um I'd usually be saying look Unless it was a major complication, like yeah. let everything settle down, live with you, live with it, see how you go. Yeah. Um. But the two that I can think of, just very clear in their mind, they're like, you know, like I gave it a go. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty major thing to still God. give Good a go and thoughts. have them out, and would was super happy, you know, and didn't didn't need or want anything else. So they yeah, were just right. very standard young female, yeah. um, not droopy breasts. Whereas the ones that you're talking about are probably more mm. longer term implant removal or revision where they're not just like, uh, you know, I'm unhappy with this. I want to reverse back to what it was. Yeah. Um, or, you know, maybe if they're breasts of, we didn't talk about this with the previous pocket, but it's mm. Snoopy deformity, which is a bit different where it's yeah. the implant's actually kind of okay, but the breast is dropped off that. So that's when you'd be looking at doing probably more of a revision than a yeah, reversal. right. I guess it's almost interchangeable. Is the only patient really that that would work on the just taking the implants out, someone who had like good quality skin, it was yep. a small implant, like there hadn't been much stretching? It was small to medium, I think. Like yeah, it, right. if it was enormous, then, you know, the yeah, skin's yeah. going to be stretched quite a bit. Well, but the skin is, sorry, quite stretchy mm. um, and quite remarkable depending on the quality that you, you can still get quite a bit of improvement yeah depending but i mean it depends how much droopiness they're willing to accept because mm. the the trade-off would be that you do a lift which would which, which would um uh, improve the shape but then you've got the scars um mm. related to a breast lift um so that that's that's what the discussion is usually about if the implant comes out you're going to be a bit droopy mm-hmm. um but 
if you want to have a better shape, then you have scars. Yeah. Mm. So, gotcha. In fact, I saw one of the on the um, re girls group today. Actually, someone that you I think obviously had a consult with in the last day or two, and she was like dilemmas. Like you know, um, mm. she's got the option of having. I think it was her implants replaced, but having a slightly droopy breast yeah. or having her implants replaced and a lift, but having the scars. And so she's yeah. like garnering opinion from, she, you know, she's in that, I don't know what yeah. to do kind of phase. Yeah. And, you know, there's some patients that, and it's, it's kind so of going to be unique. okay. Although, and it, it's, yeah. yeah. And it's personal, personal dependent. Where mm. sometimes someone comes in with super droopy and they're like, yeah, not actually too worried. Yeah. Or not fast. Converse. Unless don't care about scars at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I think a, a common one I think we'll probably see more of as the trend dissipates, but the, um, you know, the very like overfilled mm. faces. Mm. And I, I know that a lot of that is kind of cosmetic with, you know, um, injections with fillers, but the people do get like, you know, cheek implants, like nose Or fat. Yeah. And f- yeah, I think. Fat injected. Uh, like how difficult are they to. That'd be impossible. Yeah, right. And, and same with, I thought you were going to actually say the BBL. Yeah, right, so right, right. if someone's had bum implants yeah similar to breast implants i think like probably an operation that you can reverse mm-hmm. and maybe get an okay well that's it they would outcome. usually get infected and fall out of the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably <laughs> or flab or um and well, again putting an implant in somewhere near your anus you can, can say that, it it's a, it's a medical <laughs> podcast <laughs> How can, how can that not lead to? Can I still kind of think, what would it be like to sit on? Mm. Not you can't like even sit on a for two weeks anyway. Oh they have God. to sit in like a like a pool ring so okay. that they're not touching the floor. Okay. But I, I think implants anywhere, mm. um, calf, yeah. triceps, pec, like things we do all the time. Not, um, yeah. but taking those things out, you can reverse. But yeah, if someone's had a ton of fat injected into their bum, yeah. Like, or their face. Or yeah, because like their face, how? I'm like, because, like, does it, like, stretch out and then if they wanted to dissolve it, like, Well, you can't dissolve, dissolve fat. fat. And so, and liposuction there would be just terrible. Disastrous. Oh, God. Uh, the big one, though, mm. is the buckle fat pad removal. Yeah, oh, my. Ah, <laughs> great um, Yeah, no, well, with the buckle fat removal, I think that one just haunts me yeah. quite a lot because, like, I don't know, I, you're so aware that at the older you get, Typically, you know, people are quite aware, wary of looking gaunt Mm. and like, and the, like the skinnier you are, like the more gaunt you look Mm. older. So it's like the thought of like scraping out the buckle fat Mm. so that you already have that like, yeah, like Jack Skellington look. And then it's like, you're just going to age. Like that's Mm. just going to get worse. Mm. So, yeah, like I guess walk us through that a bit, like what that actually is. I think you just said. I don't really get how they do it. Like do they no, scrape very, it out? No. no so it's, it's a very stomach. simple procedure. So it's done all internally in the mm. mouth. So you basically open up the cheek, make mm. a small – put local anaesthetic in, mm. small incision over where the fat pad is, and it would kind of squeeze out like, you know, Dr. Pimple. <laughs> pimple Fuck. Okay. So you just squeeze it and it basically it would protrude So I could do that surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that. I could teach you that. Like, okay. I'm a dentist, so it's fine. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, and then, you know, be dissolving stitch. It'd be like, okay. it'd take 10 minutes. Right. How do they, oh God, how do you know how much? Anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. We, uh, that is the thing. Like, you could overdo it. Like, there are, yeah. there are other pockets of fat around there. Because so. I hate well, to talk about people, but sure. the, um, who's the footballer? Tom Brady, 
Yeah. And like, have you seen his? And no. he's just like, and because he's such like, he's so, he would have like 3% body fat on no. a bad day. He had it done. Yeah. No. He's, he looks, and I do, I hate to what talk about wrong? people, but he like, it's, and then I'm just like, but because, you know, I'm, I assume that just like liposuction, it doesn't like come back. No. Right? no. So even if you were to try and reverse that. Yeah. You'd have to fat graft it because it's not somewhere you could put an implant in. Yeah. And, but by then, yeah, the cheek skin down. is scarred down to the mucosa on right. the inside. And there's no, yeah, the space is kind of scarred. So yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, that one just seems that even just like seeing the pictures of people and just seemed especially terrifying because I was like, that is such a trend. And even mm. with like very minimal, minimal knowledge, you can already see how hard that would be to reverse. And it's interesting how – because I remember a patient over 10 years ago coming in and asking me for that procedure. It's been around for a long time. Yep. But it's it's really hit mm, massive yeah. now. But I think it's probably going to be difficult, but someone really interesting to mm. have on the podcast would be a – South Korean cosmetic plastic surgeon. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we stuff, could dial, dial. dial someone in. That would be way easier to get than a North Korean one. But the, <laughs> I know some people. <laughs> but they do stuff like things that we mm. would think totally insane. They don't even yeah. blink their eyes out. Yeah. And, and I remember speaking too. Of. Yeah. What was that? I said speaking of. Yeah. Because they probably couldn't surgery. Um, Yeah. I had two girls come back, come to see me. Neither of them could speak a word of English. They were on both on Google Translate. Mm. Um, and this is before we were sort of screening people what they were wanting to come in for. And one wanted – and this is probably 10 years ago. One wanted the buckle fat removed mm. um, and a whole lot of fat injected into temples because um, uh-huh. they had a bit of hollowing there. And the other one wanted – yeah, like liposuction <laughs> of her whole face because she was a little bit chubby in her face. And I was like uh, – no, I I don't know how many ways I can say no, um, yeah. and it was awful and awkward because I think they basically well I just typed it into the um, <laughs> but um but I think they had had lots of friends had done lots of research right. back home one even if I was going to do that like the um, consent would have been <laughs> extraordinarily difficult mm-hmm. but I think it was almost like just going into a supermarket and saying this is what I want yeah and I was just like uh. Uh, yeah, they're like, no. I want my face to do this thing where you're like, I don't think I can do that. Yeah, or right. even if I could, like, not, like you're teenage girls, like you. Yeah, we've also spoken before about how certain surgeries are more inclined to kind of like maybe like take issue with their result or like hyper fixate on the result on it kind of being different. Like one of which is rhinoplasty because mm-hmm. people like staring at their face all the time with. Rhinoplasty, so this was like kind of different because not necessarily reversing because they don't want to go back, you know, to their old nose. But say, you know, obviously very common in like the 80s and 90s have like that very thin nose. And then if people wanted to then, you know, kind of like, oh, actually I can't breathe um, or other, you know, aesthetic reasons and they wanted to go back to like a bigger nose, mm. is that possible? Probably easier than some of the other things that we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, but, you know, no – I mean, rhinoplasty on its own is a difficult operation. Revision yeah. rhinoplasty. And yeah. In some of those cases, you'd even be talking about tertiary rhinoplasties. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can take some rib, put mm. some rib graft in to reconstruct the dorsum. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. big thing. No, common, common, <laughs> common. Well, or, or ear, ear cartilage oh. you can use as well. So you but shave off a bit? Yeah. No, yeah. cut out a segment yeah. of rib. Oh. I think now they – 
actually, again, maybe cadaver crib, I think they're using. Oh, beautiful. Oh, I thought you were going to say well, three, it 3D you. printed. No, no. Probably not for noses. But um, it's Cadaver skin, by the way, fine. Anus, we were, we were <laughs> trepidatious about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, probably rhinoplasty, tough operation, yeah. but uh, you could – Mm. E- easier to put back together than a tummy tuck. Yeah, mm. right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's more of a probably what you're talking about. If it's been mm. overdone, it's kind of more of a reconstruction in a way. Yeah. Than yeah. A, um, so you'd be, use, again, using those reconstructive principles mm-hmm. for cosmetic outcome rather than you yeah. know, cutting more. And and that was, a, as you said, a massive trend way back, Michael mm. Jackson, for the absolute case. So, you know, yeah. let's keep fixing your nose by taking more out. Yeah. Can you elaborate on the um, reversing the tummy tuck? Yeah, no, that's what I was just about to ask because <laughs> I didn't know if you were joking before or not. No, you can't no. reverse. No, I know you can't, but before Kim was like, oh, common for people to ask. Oh. So I oh, know if it was a joke. Yeah, like in the first week or two, I've definitely not had reverse. patients that will say, like they wish they I didn't totally happen. regret this. Oh. Can you undo it? <laughs> oh, gotcha. Just because oh, they're in a lot of pain. Oh, we can undo it, but then we yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of a big hole. Um, yeah, okay, right. No, no I didn't can't. think you could, but I was like, do people actually, no. are they like, oh, you could have take a massive piece of cadaver skin and put that in. Oh, no, I'm st- I literally <laughs> can't talk about it anymore. It's sick. Do you have any advice for people maybe that are questioning their surgery results and I wonder, like, you know, and they're contemplating reverse or whatever, like they don't really know their options? I, I think... The first thing is just be patient. Uh, hmm. So it's very hard to judge a result, uh, you know, really harshly, even in the, in the first few weeks. Um, and to be honest, like you don't get the final result for many, many months, sometimes a year, so yeah. you still see improvement. Um, that's not to say you necessarily need to wait a year until we would consider a revision. Mm-hmm. So, but what we would often do is track how things are going and sometimes things – and that's why we take so many photos. Yeah. Um, so things may plateau and then you say, well, it's not going to improve from here. But most things do. So most times where patients have said, oh, I'm, I'm worried about this or I'm concerned about that, most of those times they settle down and you ask about it, you know, at, at six weeks or three months and that, that they've got no recollection of actually that being a problem. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so I think you've got to be – You've got to be patient and, and trust the, the process mm-hmm. um, initially. Uh, and then it's just a matter of like having a discussion with your surgeon um, and and then having a realistic um, expectation about, you know, what can be done and, and the timing and, and when to, to step in and intervene. Because mm-hmm. yeah. all, all surgery and revision surgery um, particularly, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't get easier. It often, oftentimes is harder. Mm. Yeah, and I think exactly what you said about the common thing, particularly after breast surgery, whether it's a reduction or augmentation, is too big, too small, too big, too small, and it's like, um, or even little asymmetries. And you kind of, like, you know, if you look at your pre-op photos, your asymmetry was significantly more yeah. before your surgery. And then, sure, we we can do a hundred revision operations. <laughs> you know, generally not going to do that. But mm. if you go chasing. A millimetre or two millimetres, you, are you going to be creating yeah. more of a problem than, look, you know, it's not. And I, as someone, um, one of the reception staff, I think, had written in the notes of a patient that was coming in for a review and it said um, breasts aren't perfectly the same. And I was <laughs> like, 
Samesis. And uh, so I was kind of like, and so I was massively on the back foot already going and yeah. patient was super reasonable and it's like, yeah. no, they're not perfectly the same. Um, yeah. And I can see what you're talking about. Is it a big deal? Because sometimes people just obsess over something and they're like, everyone's looking at me. And it's like, well, you know, are they? And occasionally it is they've, they've had a comment mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, I can see what you're looking relative. at. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see what you're looking at. You can see what you're looking at. But if you're not obsessing about it, you don't. Yeah. yeah. Enemy so of good. Perfection. Better. Better. Um, yeah. yeah, no. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> I can keep going. Um, yeah, no, I think I when I was talking to Roberta about body dysmorphia as yeah. well and that, that kind of like fixating and then and mm. I was talking about, you know, patients we've had in the podcast, like Gab Cordwell is like, you know, I kind of want my thighs on, but she's like, but like, is that, am I doing that for a reason or am I doing that now? Cause like, is that just an aesthetic thing where mm. I'm like, and she's like, cause then where do I stop? Cause then once they're done, then do I want my calves done? Like mm. she's like, so I, and she's like, if I do get it done, I don't want to hear anything from any of you. <laughs> but she's like, I just need to like decide. Okay. But like, am mm. I just in that quest for, for perfection now? I, I think also though, you know, when you've undergone a, a surgery and it's, it's a big, time for people and it's quite natural you you obsess more and look at things more and analyze things more and so something that seems really a big deal in week two yeah by week six you're not looking in the mirror every single day and taking a selfie from all different angles and so uh, many of these things either settle down or they're not front of mind as much Mm. as, as what they were in the initial stages you know, if the reason they're wanting to reverse it is because it was a trend. and mm. But, I mean, you know, these trends last for a long time. I think it can be kind of hard to know what is a trend, like, with, you know, BBLs. But, like, that was our culture for at least 10, 15 years, yeah. that, like, that was the shape you wanted. And I'm not saying that's completely gone yet. Like, I do still yeah. think that it's, like, people still no, want to have a big There was an inquiry I saw today online. Oh, really? Do you guys do BBL? Yeah, but even saw, not BBL, yeah. right? Like even if you're going to the gym and you're working, like people are still doing squats and trying to get that shape. Like that is still the beauty ideal. So mm. I do – I think what's kind of hard is like how do people know when it's a trend because it's like it's easy for us now to be like, oh, well, yeah, that's a trend that mm. you did. But like, you know, it was 15 years in the kind of midst of it. I guess what kind of like – where would you kind of if your advice to people in being like for surgery it's a bit so they're not you know if they're doing things like buckle fat removal or like things that are massively changing their body and it's a trend that will dissipate do you have any advice that like kind of how to know i think what you get anything that steps way outside the normal aesthetics yeah i think you you need to be very very wary of so um you know i mean there's some pretty sort of standard looks and body proportions um, that have stood the test of time that we hold up as an ideal and when you're taking like when you're suddenly two standard deviations away from that Mm. I think you've got to be very cautious that it's um, it's not just a a fad and that it's going to go back and you're stuck you know Mm. uh, 10 years ago Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah, if it sounds weird and, yeah. and looks weird, <laughs> it's probably weird. I'm watching this podcast, the documentary, and she's like, but what do I say to her? Because her daughter's in a cult. And he's like, tell her, stop doing weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, no, I think, and as well, obviously, it's like consulting surgeons who are like, I'm not just going to say yes to everything. Yeah. Like if, if on their books they do 800 different surgeries because they just say so yes yeah, to everything. Yeah, then it's like that might be a fad. But I think the fads, it, it's like any actual body modification that's mm. more about body modification rather than um, changing something that's abnormal or slightly yeah. off the spectrum. So, um, you know, you put piercings, normal piercings, but mm. weird piercings in there, um, tattoos, like anything that you're getting done to your body that's going to be permanent mm-hmm. needs a significant amount of thought and consideration going into it because yeah. none of those things are reversible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have back as well fixed like patients that have the stretched oh, the earlobes um, and done procedures to do that. Yeah. And, and another, you know, this is weird things. Um, another patient that had had her ears made into pixie ears yeah. um, by a, a, a non-doctor, like a body modifier. Like had done mm. A body modifier. Prob- is that Dr. Mod- body modifier? <laughs> um, had done so, mm. like – Fairly major destructive surgery on her, like cut away tons of cartilage, and um, she overall actually really liked them. And well, they just hope. they just they didn't know how to mm. do surgery, so all the scars were on the front, and that yeah, I did fairly minor. I guess it's all just like taking into consideration like what your body is going to look like over time. Like mm. the thing with like the like the buckle fat being like. Just being like aware that your body and like I guess those conversations like if the surgeons aren't having them with you because it's like well it looks great at twenty might yeah. not go to forty same with breast implants right now, yeah. now that we're sounding like our mothers right <laughs> it's like, yeah what's gonna happen when I yeah but it, no it's absolutely it's true the, the more difficult one though mm. is there are there are surgical trends as well or surgical mm. techniques so we were talking before about rhinoplasties so the standard rhinoplasty in the like the L A rhinoplasty was a very scooped out dorsum and a very sort of upturned nose like that wasn't i don't know that women were coming in asking for that Mm. but that was just the way people did Mm. the technique um and uh, my personal view is like we're going to see that a bit in breast yeah with the lollipop scar and we do because we see Mm. patients who've had that done who don't like that um sort of bottomed out look to the yeah. lower pole. That's just – it's a legitimate surgical technique. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, not, not many people do it that way anymore. So. Yeah, and they're obviously going to change and evolve over time. Yeah. You should hope. That, the other thing I think on similar to that is, we, again, something – we might have mentioned this before, but when we were taught to do tummy tucks, it was to have the scar at the sides go up really high. Right. Um, because in the 80s when – tummy tuck was kind mm. of evolved and they were doing that operation 80s leotards and high cut yeah and now right. everyone's like and then it went to like hipsters and then it went to go exactly. lower exactly so it's like you know so the scars are gonna yeah. show um but i say to patients they're like i want my scar really really low and mm. and totally fine mm. and that's what we're doing and but not across the top of the thighs generally because i'm like if you if you mm. wear normal pants or even slightly high-cut pants, your scar's actually mm. going to come out the bottom of them if you yeah. go too low. Yeah. So there has to be, you know. There yeah, it's just interesting that it's like, yeah, it's like fashion is informing, surgery techniques is informing, yeah. and then like vice versa. A little me. bit. If you liked this episode of Keeping It Real, 
please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, why don't you have a flick through our past episodes? We'd love to hear your requests for future topics, so send your suggestions through to us on IG at Replastic Surgery. That's all for today, and we'll catch you next time for another peek into the world of plastic surgery.